Welcome back to Shredder's Not Dead. If it makes you bang your head, we'll talk with them or about them. I'm joined today by Petter Nilsson of Scar Symmetry, and I'm very excited to be chatting to you on the cusp of the release of Phase 2 of the uh, the Singularity album series. Thanks for uh, having me, man. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, it's been a while between releases for you guys for many various reasons, some exciting, some... Horrifying on a global scale, but we don't need to go into that just yet. Uh, phase two is ready to drop. Are you happy with where it is, how the the phases are progressing? Uh, and do you have a vision for where this is headed? Yeah, I'm very happy with where we are right now. Uh, yeah, for for a multitude of reasons, the album ended up being released now a month from now uh, even though it was we started working on it back in 2016 the songs were written in 16 uh, most of them anyways so and and with with things being like us being this late delivering the thing uh, it feels like it could go either way like it, fans could have moved on to other things or or you know or they could have stayed and, and it seemed it seemed like uh, most people have sticked around and and are interested so i'm i'm very happy to see that it's 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 almost like i i could see like a, a bit of an increase in in interest in in what we do which which feels uh, really amazing and the the response to the two singles that we put out has been overwhelmingly positive i would i would say yeah for in, sure in, the, in this era of everyone speaking their mind on on every single little detail i think it's <laughs> been been very very nice people are t- too kind yeah well i mean i hope you're ready to do that for another 15 minutes right now <laughs> uh content am sure. i right um yep so having a listen to it though i did think that it sounded like quite a musical evolution from phase one. And with that in mind now, knowing that it was a lot of it was written back in 2016, I almost felt like perhaps your time with Meshuggah had given a bit more of an edge. Now, it's not a gent album by any stretch or still definitely a scar symmetry record. And it sounds awesome. But this one to me seemed to have more teeth to it than the, the first phase of this album cycle. And I was just wondering, uh, how that came about and obviously maybe then it wasn't a product of your time on the road with uh with Meshuggah yeah I mean the one thing I can say that it was for sure not a result of me playing with Meshuggah because the the songs were written before I even got asked to to tour with Meshuggah uh that said Meshuggah is one of my all-time favorite metal bands and we've we've had riffs in the past, you know, like the occasional riff that that I've I've been sort of like internally referring it to it as like th- that Meshuggah riff, you know. Any any time you uh, you sort of uh, manipulate rhythm in a certain way in a metal riff, it's it's gonna be like make you think about Meshuggah, which is kind of cool because they 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 took kind of that little thing that you can do with rhythm they they made it their own thing and they they only did that they've done like that thing for a career 
so they have really it it's become synonymous with with their music and their name so it's 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 there's certain things that you, it's impossible to do them without sounding like Meshuggah because they are so unique and singular uh but yeah the the songs were written in 2016 uh, I've been I've been talking about the album all day, and yesterday I'm having an interview week, so I'm, I guess I'm gonna have done like six interviews before before I get to call it a weekend. Uh, and and people are asking me what I was thinking when I wrote the songs, but it's like it was in 2016, so it's like a much younger version of myself, and I can't can't remember. <laughs> also, I'm getting old, so I, maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, but what I, I can say was that before we even started uh, writing a single note for for the entire trilogy, for, for phase one, we wrote a synopsis that outlined uh, the story that we wanted to tell on, on the three albums. So for phase one, I like made music that I felt made sense for for the story of phase one and for phase two where the storyline like phase one ends in a war between the artificial aliens uh, intelligence sorry aliens is in phase two Uh, artificial intelligence and neo humans are like waging war upon mankind Uh, so so this album starts in 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 war and and chaos and 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 uh, life on earth is looking pretty horrible and then the aliens show up and they they take mankind's side in in this great war so uh and there's like a lot of uh, like uh, horrible implications of of everything uh in phase two so it, it like had a darker vibe uh so I, I felt that the, the music needed to be darker to fit mm. with the lyrics. And there's also the the idea I had of if we're going to make a trilogy, I don't want to make three albums that sound the same. You know, like all of our albums, everyone, each album has its own identity. Um, and usually how one album turns out is usually because it's like a sort of a reflection of what the previous albums previous album was and usually it's it's like whenever we're working on an album it's gonna be we're either gonna try to do what we did on the previous album but go further into that direction like pitch black progress was a slightly more progressive and well-produced version mm. of scar symmetry and then our debut album symmetric and design so so holographic universe was went more into that direction it was like uh even more progressive i suppose and like even more vocal layers and 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 super polished so when we did dark matter dimension it was like we didn't want to do anything that was even more polished we needed to go back to something that was more raw and 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 dirty because that that felt like the you know, if you've gone this way along in that direction, there's only that other way to go. And but now, when we were outlining a trilogy, I I I could like do that from the start, have like an idea of the directions to go in. So so that first part became very melodic and progressive. The second part 
then needs it goes into that other either direction so it's more brutal and and heavy mm. but still progressive and then phase three is going to be another thing uh, yeah so it's it's turned out that way because of that reason so yeah and um just touching on the concept uh one of the great ironies i suppose of where we're at with the uh this cycle of albums is the rise of chat GPT and, and AI driven stuff over the last two, three months, or at least it's, uh, it's emergence into the public sphere. And, you know, had you have released this album back in 2016 uh, and, you know, the first album almost being nine years old now um, back then, I'm sure people thought, Oh, this is some great sci-fi, mm-hmm. but, given when the record is out now, it maybe feels a little bit more real. Um, you know, myself, I, I work uh, in, in computational and systems neuroscience and have a lot to do with uh, other groups that focus on the artificial stuff and we we stick to the biology, but it's always present in my mind and it, more and more people are saying to me, you know, oh, AI, is it taking over the world, yada, yada, yada. Um, so maybe you've accidentally uh, hit a, a little bit of a gold vein here ahead of time. <laughs> And in terms of the thematics of it, and uh, I was wondering if your ideas uh, about this have had to adapt to how things are changing in reality, and is there any uh, is there any development to your, uh, shall we say, moral viewpoints on what's been happening? Uh, yeah, I mean, when when we wrote Phase One, we did that in thirteen, I suppose. Mm. Uh, artificial intelligence still seemed like it was c- quite you know quite some time before that could happen uh and and i think we we all knew that it was gonna arrive faster than we could anticipate uh i i don't really know what kind of vision we had for when it would happen but but it it's it's really like happened very fast it feels like uh so so yeah it's 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 such a different world now and uh and 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 i i'm i'm thinking a lot about the ai thing and wondering what it's going to be like and and i don't think i don't think i'm like the the right person to make any prophecies or you know i'm just a musician uh but I feel like the the stuff that we like we are painting a a pretty pretty bleak picture of what it could end up in uh, in our album and it's it's more like a dystopian thing and I'm I'm not necessarily sure that it'll turn turn out to be like that um, in real life but like right now I think a lot of people are fearing for you know to lose their jobs lose their income you know lose their means to support their families and and so on because there's so many things that are going to be able to get automated mm. uh, so i think it's it's like uh, just going to be a big challenge for for our world and for our political systems and uh, how how to how to deal with this like if if the, if the people that are controlling the technology if if they are the ones that are going to 
replace all the workers and and make money off of it and then like like today we have you know uh not to like i'm not a very political person uh but like now we have we, we see like wealth is acc- accumulating in in the top right mm. like a there's not a lot of like there's just a few people that has like they they control so much wealth that's like yeah. more than you know you 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 hear about the people talking about at least like half of the earth population are poorer than like uh and shit like that and 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 I'm, I have a feeling that that's going to get worse it it has the potential to be even worse and that and that's that can be an evil malevolent outcome for people so that's i think that's like the most that's the most urgent uh ramification of of ai like what what happens if if jobs are just gone i mean for sure new new jobs are gonna pop up and like they're gonna be needed for for other things but there's gonna sure. be you know like a lot of weird things happening so but mm. but that's that's like that's not as interesting to make a, a yeah. <laughs> concept concept progressive metal album about like they took our jobs yeah and and now we have to we have to redistribute the wealth <laughs> we're gonna make a socialist uh, concept <laughs> album like socialism uh. maybe it wasn't that bad maybe we we need some socialism now. Yeah, well, Panopticon have been having a good crack at that, but I don't think uh, melodic and yeah. tech death. It's not quite the right theme, is it? No, we and we're gonna be we're gonna be cancelled by all the like Republicans and <laughs> so. Yeah, your, your North American tours are gonna be uh, well and truly North American. <laughs> Stick mm. to Canada. <laughs> yep. Oh dear. Yes. Well, I uh, I applaud you taking the. Uh, you know, it's it's always refreshing to hear someone say, "Well, I'm not an expert in this," and you obviously are an expert at guitar. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Uh, sure, sure. One of the things that definitely comes to mind listening to this new album uh, is that, shall we say, when it comes to tech death, one of the things I find bands take the longest to master is the idea of just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I think from a point of view of technicality in this new record, you do a really good job of that. I think that uh, there's mm-hmm. lots of really interesting flourishes, lots of really cool details, but I never feel like I'm listening to, you know, an Ingwe Malmsteen album where it's a, a no disrespect to Ingwe, of course, but you listen to him mm-hmm. for technical virtuosity and I wouldn't uh, sit down and listen to, t- to prog death, tech death, that kind of stuff. If that's what I was after, I'd rather good songwriting. And I think that you nail that. So um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you get the question all the time, you know, who are your guitar influences, but, uh, could you talk a little bit about your songwriting influences and a little bit about how you've developed as a songwriter and avoided the trap of uh, mindless noodlery, for want of a better term? Yeah, I mean, if I feel like if I if I was a fan of mindless noodlery, that would be what I would be writing, right? Yeah. Uh, so I I try to I try to write the stuff that I would want to listen to, and uh, I I grew up like listening to my older brother's record collection because he had all the metal albums before I my allowance was big enough for me to to buy albums, 
uh, and I, I I got to like copy his vinyls down to like the cassettes that I could listen to. Um, so I come from like a heavy metal background and all all that metal from that era of the eighties, except Iron Maiden, Dio, and then thrash metal and coming into the 90s with with some prog- progressive metal and and death metal and stuff so i have that along with like the shred guitar movement of the late 80s mm. i was big into that because that was the time when i really practiced a lot and got all of my like my chops together uh but i always also liked I liked a lot of pop music, like the, the good stuff that was like on MTV back then mm. uh, and on the radio. It was certainly stuff that I liked. And, uh, you know, so I listened to pop music. I, I liked movie scores. Uh, I started listening to, to jazz fusion and, and, and I, I kept that interest in metal uh, as well. And, uh, and at that time, like we, we had an, uh, a death metal band, me and Henrik, the drummer for, for Scar Symmetry, we had a 90s death metal band around the time that bands like Entombed and Dismember became big. So we were sort of a small part of that movement, even though we never uh, had any success. We never released an album. Uh, hmm. But then our music was like, was that thing? And But then... I suppose like like if if you would if you would spend an evening with me uh, a case of beer in front of Spotify and I and I would be the DJ and I would play you my favorite song I would be, I would be like oh let's listen to Decapitated and then let's listen to Alan Holdsworth and then uh, this track from Symphony X and and oh Stevie Wonder I love Stevie Wonder and and it it would be a a, a mess of of things mm. uh so and it's like if if i listen to something that is like really death metal i can enjoy it because it's like there's so much energy and power in it and it's brutal and it's it's like it it gets you going that those kinds of feelings it's it's can be amazing but after a couple of songs it's like Oh, I think that's enough of that. Now I need to have something else, and then I want to lis- listen to something that's super melodic. And you know, I'm, mm. so so I I'm I'm a bit of a restless listener. Uh, so when I write my own music, I'm, I'm feeling like why why not instead of skipping songs, listening to them while I I can like have that built into the song. So if I if I have a verse that has a very heavy riff and it's growl vocals and then instead of like boring myself with another riff that's in that style, then I could do something that's melodic or or otherwise uh, like contrasts that that metal thing. So that's yeah, and and I really enjoy writing in in the kind of style that we have set up for us because mm. it's like I since I'm, I played all kinds of styles of music, and I'm interested in, in all kinds of styles, and listen to so much different stuff. And as a creative person, I like it's it's very fulfilling to me to be able to to use the the like the the entire like palette of of, of colors. And it's not oh I cannot use black because someone would say no no I can use it because I decide 
for for myself, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it it really blows me away about prog, and it's why it's one of my favorite genres. Um, that you know, you'd say, oh, there's a band and they write reasonably long songs and they've got heavy sections and they've got clean sections. I mean, you could be talking about anyone. You could be talking about Opeth. You could be talking about Dream Theater. You could be talking yeah. about Catatonia, a very Swedish heavy list besides Dream Theater. Um, <laughs> just bands coming to mind. But of course, um, you put on a song from any of those bands and I would argue Scar Symmetry, of course. And, you know, oh, that's that band because it's got those palettes to it it's not simply there is heavy and there is light it's the the mm-hmm. amount of things you can do with it uh assuming you've yeah. got the uh you know the eye for detail and the the tastefulness to blend so many different flavors uh is what i think makes it really interesting mm-hmm. indeed indeed yeah well i'm uh, i'm curious to see where, where part three takes us although i assume part two will take you guys back on the road uh all things working yes. out well mm-hmm. yeah we've we've started we we did um we were lucky enough to be asked to to support Meshuga on a arena tour in sweden so we did six shows with them uh, the first show was the same day that the first single was released Mm. So which which was perfect because then we could pick that song up in in the live set list, uh, and yeah, and I mean we we the idea is to as we're now bringing back the band as our main focus. Like there was, we were never on a complete hiatus, but we were sort of uh, on the back burner for a bit while I was out doing other things, and, and then of course the pandemic made everyone mm-hmm. have to stand still for a bit uh, yeah so the I, the idea now is to yeah get ourselves get ourselves back out there uh, do festivals and tour and try to try to return to all the places we've been to right now it's it's mainly a focus on europe because we're living in this post pandemic world where where it's a bit of a struggle to tour uh, mm. promoters venues the the ones that are still around they have taken a serious hit so it's kind of difficult financially it's like everyone is like not so willing to take risks yeah so it's like a little bit difficult with that and things like uh, bus companies are very expensive now like they all have also taken a big hit so uh, so it's now like the coming year i i guess we 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 will have to you know live with that we have to tour with without uh, being able to pocket all that much money and and stuff so mm. but it's so good to be back it's so good to see fans again and so yeah we have we have a lot of plans and we're, we're talking about with promoters and agencies all over the world so i think i think we we got japan pretty locked down now that we can come back to japan and and yeah, Australia excellent. for the first time. I think we, I think we should be able to pull that off on this touring cycle. And That's exciting. So, so, yeah, and and I, I plan to start writing new music very soon. Now that we have like the, the touring, like the premiere of the touring cycle is behind us, and uh, like now I'm doing promotion for for the album, obviously. Uh, so I I have that, but most of the promo- promotional things otherwise are 
are already handled and we put out the back catalog vinyls and now the album so so um, now my my schedule is opening up so i can go into creative mode and and start writing again so so i'm i'm pretty sure it won't be 9 years until the next album well for all our sakes i certainly hope not <laughs> yeah. and i also I mean, hope I've, I've been stupid enough to to make promises several times during these years and like in i don't know 2018 maybe someone asked me and i was like for sure next year i can i guarantee <laughs> you know and here we are at 23 so I, I i shouldn't embarrass myself by making any hard promises but i think it's pretty safe to say it won't take nine years yeah well i also certainly hope that you and i aren't sitting here having a conversation about the release of part three and going well that uh that alien invasion you accidentally uh foretold oh, well yeah. i guess we're living with touring with that going on now <laughs> mm -hmm. uh all right. Well, I think that's what we've got time for. But, uh, Pert, it's been awesome chatting with you. If you've got any last thoughts, uh, let us know. Any last comments and we'll uh, we'll wrap up. Well, thank you for, for having me on. This was quite lovely to chat with you. I, I hope we get to, to chat next time and that it won't be too far into the future. But we will for sure get back to the to to talking about aliens and stuff and see where where we're at. I mean, there was a remember all those like balloons that the, they found uh, like the, they were, had to shoot down and like un, un, yeah. unidentified things. So for a while there, I was like, no, no way, no way that that's happening as well. Yeah, my other favorite ones, all the dash cam videos, where it's generally Russia for some reason. But mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot of very far northern countries with dash cams is always, oh, was driving along. And, you know, a lot of these channels have different dash cams of accidents because I guess that's what people like watching. But every now and then you'll get one where there's this big, what looks to be a meteor or a big rock. And you know, whenever that comes out, no one wants to really talk about what that might have been. But <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah. As, as, uh, an important thing to take away from this is that you should always believe everything you see. <laughs> exactly right what could go yes. wrong <laughs> yes and there's no there's no way they they could fake a meteor in a video no no god no <laughs> uh all right well, thank you wisdom yeah thank you for those words we'll leave it with that uh thank you very much for your time yeah. and uh all the best for the album release and any tours that might come up yes thank you very much